0: Shut up, and sit down.
1: Well, I want to welcome everybody to a beautiful, brand new episode. That's 229 of Third Shift. We're here. It's a beautiful day, a beautiful night, a beautiful evening, here in the wonderful world of Earth. Earth. Is it Earth 1? Earth 57? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's, it's getting to be the end of January. It's too much. I can't take it. <laughs> I need this month to be over with, uh-huh. but it's not. So we're going to keep trucking. But without further ado, you heard him laugh. You heard him giggle. It's the mischievous little son of a gun. It's the inglorious bastard himself. Mr. Matt, here with me today... And we're ready to rock and roll for a beautiful little episode for you boys and girls out there in the world, Earth 1 through 57 today. Matt. Hey, man. How's it going? I like being the mischievous little son of a
0: gun. That's a good one. I like that. One. It's nice and clean. There's no, there's no, you know, we could, we could do that for the family friendly episode. Who is that mischievous right. little son of a gun? The Beastmaster works fine for you. That's, it's that's, that's perfect. Exactly. That's beautiful. And you know what? It was a beautiful day today because I stepped outside the office and I went, Oh my God, the sun. What is it? And I took my hat off and I went, Ah, and I, I baked in the sun and I walked through all the melting snow and I went, oh my God, all the ice that I was going to slip on when I went back to my car, was all gone. Oh, and I got home, I got home to my, to my apartment where I never opened the blinds ever. And I sat on my couch and the sun came through the little blind slats. And it was like hot on my leg and on my couch, embraced by the warmth of home. It was a beautiful day. But this month, like you said, is the most horrible month. Quarter end, taxes, you get in the middle of all these things and like 15 little jobs that come in and everything's got to be done and everything gets all confuggled and stupid and real life sucks. But video game life is the best life. Playing Cyberpunk 2077-0. My God, I go through, now see, I go through so many ups and downs with that game now, because I'm ready for it to be done, and I walked to that hotel where you meet up with the chick to do the end game, and I was like, I don't care about the side mission stuff, I've been doing a bunch of dumb side missions, whatever. Walked up and said, thump, point of no return, you're approaching a point of no return, son. And I went, oh, okay, I gotta do a side mission, so... I got to do a side mission. I can't. I turned around and I ran. (laughs) I ran down the road. I called my motorcycle and jumped on it. And then I hit every amazing side mission that I would have missed otherwise. I hit Raymond Chandler Evening, my favorite side mission that whole game ever. Oh, my God, where you're walking around and and I won't spoil it for anybody, but Johnny's doing the thing. He's doing the commentary the whole time. Oh,
1: Mm -hmm. That was so fun. Yes, that was a good one. So good.
0: I was smiling ear to ear doing that one. And then just... Even like the dumb side missions, it's, I still, I'm so, my character is so good in that game. It's so overpowered. I don't even have to think. I just go in my quick hack menu and time slows down. I go, and the ring goes, and falls to the ground incapacitated. It's so good. It's so much fun, but I do get sick of those side missions sometimes. So I'm like, power through, power through, because you're going to find that one good one. But a game I don't have to power through, because I love it so much, is The Outer Worlds. Got it another stream over the weekend. That game makes me laugh more than any other game. The writing is just so good. The side comments from some of my characters as I was going through on that last stream, I wasn't expecting it. You're just talking to the quest giver, whatever, and one of your guys pops up. Hey, I actually think that's pretty stupid. And what I love is that the quest giver will, you know, it's usually the Skyrim staring straight at your face. Mm. Then they'll like look to the side and be like, excuse me, what are you talking about? Like they'll actually engage or even just like look over to even just acknowledge it. Oh, It's so good. I'm getting excited just thinking about it. But that game's a ton of fun. I'm loving every second of that. And then another game I loved pretty much every second of, Katana Zero. I said on this podcast, I don't know if I'm going to go back and 100% it or anything. And I did the exact same thing that you did with Astro's Playroom. My very next playing a game session, I went, boop, dook, dook, tuk tuk. Oh, Katana Zero, shing, 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 shing. Oh, there's an achievement. There's an achievement. I want 100% of that game now. That game is so good. I can't wait to talk more about how weird and twisted the narrative is on that and what you play in once you're playing Third Shift, because I don't want to spoil it here. So that's that's where you'll get all the spoilers. But god, that game is fun and fast, and I, I was afraid that I wouldn't be good enough at it to beat it. So I was pleasantly surprised with myself that I got those big, long play sessions and was just storming through it, and then going back and getting all the secrets and doing all the trophies and achievements and stuff and the other thing i really like this is something that's not a spoiler but it's got a dialogue system in it it's kind of like time dialogue like uh the walking dead was mm-hmm. but what you can do is interrupt the other person's dialogue while they're talking so on that second playthrough i'm just mashing on the a button and it's not like fast forwarding the conversation he says something that's kind of like a cut you off line and sometimes the characters will even react to it. And the first option that comes up is in red because it's an interrupt. And then if you wait for the interrupt section to be done after their dialogue finishes, then it pops in like two or three other normal dialogues. So it's fun to go through with a brand new experience kind of cuz playing a total, you know, jerk that's interrupting people and telling them to shut up and just give me my stuff, get out of here, you know, whatever it is he's going to say. That's a lot of fun. So I had a new experience I mean, kind of, because you still go through the same levels, but a little bit of a twist on it. As I got the 100% in that game, just a great game. So I've crushed my New Year's resolution once, and then I crushed it again because I got into Double Dragon Neon. Because after Katana Zero, I was like, man, I need something, but I don't know what it is. And so Awesome Games Done Quick, the speedrun charity raising competition was just like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, a whole bunch of new speedruns. Let me put some of those on while I'm trying to decide what to play. And I put on a River City Girls speedrun. And I watched him play in that. And I was like, you know what? I need to beat him up. What's in my game's pass queue? What's in there? Oh, Double Dragon Neon on the 360. Downloaded it. Played through it like one and a half times. I got halfway through before I died, so I started it all over again to level up my character. Went through all the way, smashed through the last boss, unlocked a bunch of stuff along the way. That game, I said it on Twitter, that game still holds up. That game is ridiculously fun. It's like the perfect cheesy look back at the 80s through your radical sunglasses, goggles of the original Uh game. The characters are such dumb surfer bros The music is all rocking like 80s ballads. and I I love the fact that you can spec your character out in different ways. Like you listen to different tapes that affect your stats. And then you have different special abilities too. If you go into the menu to switch those out, a different song plays for each one of those. So as you're collecting cassette tapes to unlock these things. You can go in and actually listen to the song that plays on that cassette tape. Everything about it was great. I needed a beat up This was the over-the-top attitude of a ridiculous beat up. up just, just what the doctor ordered. So, two... Xbox Game Pass games have now been downloaded and beaten in January. I'm smashing my New Year's resolution out of the park. Just Grand Slam, Home Run, Casey at the Bat. You can suck it because I'm the best. And that was my week, man. It was a fantastic week. I haven't even talked about the other game that we that we played together this week, but you're going to talk mm-hmm. about it, so I'm going to jump in then. Oh, my God, Eric, how was your week, my dude?
1: So right before I get on that, I'm so jealous because, because you got the Game Pass. You got your Xbox Series S. Which means you get the medium for free.
0: Yes. I saw that the and other that is day. A game yes. I
1: totally want to play uh-huh. and I can't because I don't have an Xbox and I don't have Game Pass. And I'm like, mm, just sad. I'm just sad. So sad about it.
0: You got to roll those Eric Luck dice again. It's just, oh, hey, look, I just happened to get myself a Series S the next time pre orders went up. doo doo.
1: Yeah, and then pay the consequences of spending a few hundred more dollars. Hey man, you're gonna
0: work all weekend, and we just worked a bunch of weekends. That's, That's true, 300 right? extra yeah. bucks.
1: It's easy peasy. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So, we'll see. But I just wanted to mention that. You, you get to have that game free of charge. Mm. No problem. i all. also, if it's great. Boom, bonus, cherry on the cake. And if it's not so great, oh, well, no skin off your back.
0: And it's awesome because we were talking about it last week. And I was like, ah, that looks kind of cool, but that's not really a me game. And then I saw, oh, it's free day one. Okay, yeah, I'm going to play it. Yeah, okay. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Then you're going to love it and I'm going to be so bad. sucks. (laughs) So anyways, what have I been playing? Well, we'll start where you did, Cyberpunk 2077. But unlike you, I finished the game. But I've already done every side mission in the game, and I've almost done all the blue missions, which are like these sub-sub missions in the game as well. I went all out. I did every dang thing you could possibly do. It was insane. It was ridiculous. It was a great time. Like you said, some of the side stories are just meh. You're know, just, oh, go do the thing for me. Okay, cool. Here we go. But, man, there are gems. There are gems all over the place with quests that are insane, ridiculous, weird, out of this world. I still love the AI uh, vending machine one. I still haven't found it. Oh, you're insane. Did you find the clown yet? Yes, I met the clown. Okay, at least you met the clown. At least you got to meet Clown Man. So I've done them all. I had a blast. But like you, I got to the point where... I was done with all the side quests except for like a couple that I didn't even know I still had. So I thought I was done. So I was doing the blues and I went, okay, yeah, nah, we're all, we're we're good. This game's done for me. We got to go finish it up. And then I saw that I still had like some weird ones that glitched out or just, hey, call this person. And then I was like, well, I never highlighted that I had to call this person. So I did it and then had to go wrap up a few. So anyways, that's what I did. I wrapped them up and then I went to that point where you said it's no return did that. Found out there's still a huge chunk of story to go along with that point or no return thing. But it's really fun. It's really cool. It all just comes at you. Bam, 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 bam. You make a whole bunch of choices, which dictate the different endings and what happens to you. And I won't spoil any of that right now. But I'll, I'll say it does give you nice, clear indicators, you know, of, Hey, here's your paths. Here's what you can do. Make the choice and you're like, oh, I want to do this or this or this. And then it even gives you a couple times where it lets you like kind of relapse. So if like you're like, Well, I let's think about this, and they're like, Well, yeah, da da da. If you go down that road, you know, da 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 da. But this person's over here. And then you can be like, Yeah, you're right, never mind. I'm going with this Or you can be like, No, I'm resolved. This is what I'm choosing. So it's kind of neat in the story itself. It gives you a couple chances to dictate and change your mind if you want to. So I appreciate that because otherwise it'd be your typical crap where you gotta stop playing, go to look it up. Uh, what's the three options here? Power, love, commitment, magic. Uh which one's the right one? What one gets me this? No, it's pretty it's pretty clear cut what one gets you what and what's gonna happen. So I took the ending that I knew was gonna be the ending I wanted, which of course Looking it up, coincidentally, is supposedly the canon ending. You know, how it's going to go for the story if God it ever man. continues. So I was like, all right, that's the one we're going to go with. That's one I would want to go with anyway. There was one other ending I was like, well, that one would be kind of cool to check out. But the one I wanted anyway was the best one. So that's exactly what I did. And I enjoyed it. I felt good afterwards. Uh, they do the whole rigmarole where you get to kind of... Capstone, everyone gives you a ring-a-ding, everyone gets in contact with you, you hear from them one last time, and it felt it felt good. I was a little sad, I won't say why, but there's some moments where I'm like, well, that's exactly what I was hoping for, but alright, I guess. <laughs> I really
0: hope some of those side characters pop up, because every time I open my phone, it's like, hey, call whoever, or send a message to whoever, mm-hmm. I open up the phone and I scroll past 40 people that I remember being awesome. A little yep. side quest and you can't call little them. Bits you, can't and do things. you call them and it just goes ring ring oh well come on yeah. flaming crotch man I know you want to talk to me I saved your bacon that day
1: yeah well I'm gonna mildly disappoint you most of them don't but wow. there are a couple there are a couple that do pop up that I wasn't expecting and uh and it was fun it was neat I won't spoil anything but it was pretty cool uh there's one problem I did have um with Pan Am but I won't explain what because it kind of would just give away stuff. Um But I'll maybe talk about it like on our, you know, what you plan or something at some point in time where we're just spoiling everything. Mm-hmm. So for now, let me just say it was pretty good. But there's a couple little hitches and it felt like that usual, hey, let's make this safe for a couple endings kind of mm-hmm. deal. And it, it just didn't make sense with what I had done. So I was like, oh, well, all right, whatever. Uh, doesn't matter. It was still a great time. I enjoyed the game overall. Had a good time with it.
0: And one last note since we're talking about Cyberpunk, because I forgot to mention it, and I know he didn't catch it when I did it. I did a stream of Cyberpunk late night on, I think it was Thursday, and it was like super late night. So Howard, you requested me to stream it. I streamed it just for you, buddy. You better appreciate it. I went through the really cool uh, Johnny Silverhand flashback stuff. And uh, you know his his lady who's beyond the wall now. That that was that was a whole awesome thing. I was like, I'm glad this is I'm glad this is one of the things that's on here because it was it was good.
1: That was a really cool segment. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, and of course she's you know she's pretty important for the story. So Mm. a lot of good stuff going on there. So beat it. I felt good. It's all over now. Goodbye, Cyberpunk 2077. Tell DLC and all that all comes out, and then I went. Well, what do I do now? You know. So I popped in Ratchet and Clank because I'd been meaning to play that, you know, the remake forever. Played a level or two and I was like, man, I don't don't, don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. So I turned it off. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm sitting at my computer doing nothing. You know, you all know how it goes. And then I went, let me look. Epic Games. There's a million things in here. Mm -hmm. Short hike. And I went, somebody said something about that. What did they say? I don't remember. Okay, Metacritic. What's Metacritic score? 89, 90, something like that. It's really high. And I went, I remember somebody said something good. Whatever. Download, get in there. And by gods, I just played the whole game. Nice. Just sat there for like five hours and just played the whole game all the way through. And you say five hours. And I said, yeah, it's only about four or five hours. It's not. In fact, it can be like a 20-minute game. It can be, yeah, about a 20, 30-minute game if you want it to be. It's kind of what you put into it. Uh, you just, you're on this really big island. It's pretty large for what it is. And you're this little, little penguin bird and you just coming on here and you just go explore. And you want to get to the top of the peak so you can get a phone call out. What the phone call is, you don't know at the time. And, uh, your aunt who's with you, she goes, Hey, she's the park ranger of this island. She's like, just go to the peak. Go, go check things out. And then you go. And you can help people out, you know, other animals on the island. You can not help anybody out. You can go straight to the peak. You got to get these gold feathers that allow you to do more gliding, climbing longer, etc. You can find, like, ultra rare ones that allow you to climb faster. And then if you do all that, you can find shortcuts up to the peak. You can find secrets, all sorts of cool stuff. And I just got immersed into it. You know, I was just helping, I was helping out the little girl. She wanted to ride around a boat. So we're rowing around a boat a bunch. The painter was having troubles finding inspiration. So I kept following him around all the different points on the island, trying to see if he was ever going to figure out what he wanted to do and just convince him that he was good at what he was doing. Uh, the park ranger lost their cell phone. Somebody lost their watch. I'm searching the island, finding that. The fisherman, he wanted to teach me how to fish. And then the uh, the boatman he was like, hey, man, I'm collecting all these fish. If you want to find me the rare ones. So I was like, ah, oh, I guess I'll go find your rare fish. Nice. So I went ahead and found all the ponds and hidey holes and fished them and got the rare little fishies and crabs and everything else they wanted. And like I said, next thing I you know, five-ish, six-ish hours has gone by. And I went, Cool. Right. And at this point, I had, I think, 16, 17 golden feathers. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even have to try to play the game. I could just literally from the base, just climb all the way up to the, the mountain. And then I also had like two of the silver feathers. So I was like, well, I think I did pretty much what I should be doing in this game. And so that's what I did. I just kind of went to like the, the mid base spot and I just, I didn't even try to go up the sides and do all the little things. I just climbed the mountain. Just climbed it all the way to the top, and then it was at the top, and then I got the ending, and it was fun. It was neat. And then you come back, and everything you've done. It kind of you have like a little journal, and it's like, hey, how was your day? And you're like, well, I did this and this, and then it just retold re- re- everything I'd done that day, and helped out with, and all the races I'd had, creating a brand new little game with the kids, doing all that. It was just really neat, really fun. What a way to spend a few hours of your life, and it accomplished something I had said I was going to do last year and didn't do, which was. Hey, play some indie games. Look at that. Uh huh. <laughs> so, one down. How many more to go? I don't know. I didn't make it a resolution this year. So, you, you got know. 11 more to go. You got one a month. You could do it, Eric. You got this. Oh, man. I got this. You know, I, I already have probably 12 sitting around between Epic and uh-huh. everywhere else. So I probably <laughs> say, you know, just, and there's no reason not to. Like I said, it was just one day. Just spend a day playing that game and having fun with it. And mm-hmm. boom, it's bam, dame. Thank you, ma'am. It's all over. So, It was a good time. I enjoyed it. I was surprised by it, and I I recommend it for anybody who hasn't touched it yet. And then, of course, I went back to Ratchet & Clank after that, Uh and I said, all right, let's try this again. I started playing, next thing you know, into that. Now I'm, I'm at the last boss right now, about to wrap it up, and that's, what, a few days later, so it's not a really long game, eight. 10 hours, something like that, I kind of just smoked through it, and I've got all sorts of cool guns, all sorts of bonuses. I found a lot of the secrets, did all the optionals in the planets. Even with all that, it's not a very long game. I was kind of shocked. Because of course, you know, nowadays the games you play are like always super long, any of the big triple A's. And I'm like, Eric, this is from the throwback. They remade a game that's from way back when games that were 8 to 12 hours were kind of, well what the standard was, except for RPGs. It's from three generations ago
0: now, dude.
1: I know. I guess it was two at the time,
0: but now it's three.
1: Mm-hmm. So a different time, a different era, but the remake is really good. It still stands up, but of course, that the hell, that's even years old. It was 2016 when that came out, so we're already Jeez. four years. I know, right? It's crazy. So <laughs> I'm finally getting to it four years later, about to beat it, having a good time <laughs> with it. I wish I hadn't missed it when it first hit it. I should have just yeah. played it then. But even so, whatever. You know, I'm there now. I'm about to have a an ending and enjoy it and put it away. I'm not going to plan it or do anything crazy with it. I just wanted to play it and beat it and be like, yeah. Because I am excited about the PlayStation 5 Ratchet & Clank coming out this year. So this will kind of, you know, oh, yeah, I know Ratchet & Clank. Yeah, yeah, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm a fan. I like this stuff.
0: I was just going to mention that. I was like, yeah, I wish I had caught this one. But every time I think about playing it... I- I see, like, randomly on Twitter, hey, by the way, did you know, here's a new trailer for Ratchet and Clank and Rift Apart? And I go, oh, it looks so much better. It looks so insane and crazy. I can't Mm -hmm. play this old one. i got to get the new one. I'm drooling and I'm itching for that one. I don't even know when it comes out, but I can't wait to play it.
1: I'm super stoked, too, and I don't think there is a release date for you, so you don't got to worry about it. It's just supposed to be first quarter, but uh, the quarter... You know, it's coming up over in a couple months, and they haven't even talked about it. So who knows at this point? Actually, it wasn't even first quarter. It was supposed to be a launch, launch, launch uh, area title, launch yeah. window. And I'm like, well, we're already out of that. What? Yeah. What is it? Six months a launch window? Wait, I mean, it makes no sense. It doesn't even make sense. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> so, cool game, lots of fun. Now I'm in it. Now I can say I'm a Ratchet and Clank fan. And then last but not least. We played Battleborn on Friday. We were like, yeah, Yeah. remember everybody? We were talking. We're going to play some Battleborn, rock it out, get through the stories, get through the ops missions, get through some PvP, all that good stuff. Well, we did all the ops missions, and then this last week we played, like, what, four? Was it four of the story missions? It was five, actually. Five of them? I only remember, like, three of them. So (laughs) I'm sure we had fun. It was a great time. (laughs) We did have fun,
0: and then we did not have fun. And then we had to have fun afterwards to make up for it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we were just going through one through five. So we busted through the <laughs> algorithm, had an amazing time. Played Void's Edge, had an amazing time. Played the Renegade, had an amazing time. And then played the Archive and had a bad
1: time. Yeah, that was a bad time.
0: I mean, I love this game, but that's the weakest story mission 100% by far. Oh, my goodness.
1: I got to agree. That one just kills it every time. We should have just skipped it and said we're making an exception. <laughs> uh but oh well. So we didn't get through them all, which is unfortunate. I was hoping to get through them all because we wanted to end it with the PvP mm-hmm. session. So we might have to do like a half season because I work for sure Saturday morning, which means Friday night is mm-hmm. out of the books. So who knows what Saturday brings? I don't know, but you know, we already have our own things we do typically Saturday, Sunday. So mm-hmm. looks like this week might be a bust, which only gives us that last weekend for Battleborn. And I still want to go out with dang PvP because- That's
0: what's going to be the best because everybody's going to be playing it. All yeah. the
1: pros are going to come jumping on the servers. Oh, yeah. and they're going to kick our asses so bad. It's going to feel so good and I'm excited. So we'll <laughs> stick to it. I might maybe make an executive decision if I see any of the story missions that I really remember being freaking awesome that we didn't do. Mm-hmm. Maybe do one of them as a finale or something, but we'll see. I don't even know what's left. So.
0: We've only got the three left because we did Sentinel after Archive. So mm-hmm. we've got the one with Boulder where you're doing his experiments. That's a big wave-based one, but that one's fun. We've got the Saboteur, which is the one that either can go really good or can go really bad based on that first wave, and then the Heliophage, and so that's it. We only got three. If we did five last time, we could do three big long ones this time and get PvP in. We can do it. Or like you said, even just half-see it.
1: Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. But regardless, everybody, we had a great time with Battleborn. It's going to be missed. Yeah. You know, We've talked to death about it for years. Battleborn was awesome. It's too bad it got missed out. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go out and enjoy it one last time. So we'll talk about it, of course, some more once we do that PvP, once we do the rest of those stories, if we do the rest of them. But until then, that's been this week. That's been everything I've done. Well, another thing that I did this
0: week was I checked out a new release. Because we didn't tag team the releases this time. Oh, my God. (laughs) I found a little indie 2D point and click adventure game called Memoranda, which has actually been out on pretty much everything except the PlayStation. It's out on the PlayStation services now. I think it was out on Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and then PC long, long, long ago. But I basically said it right there. It's a 2D point and click adventure game. So if you played any of those from back in the day, this is kind of the same thing. You're kind of in a a magical realism world where you're in this small town, you kind of quaint little town, but a lot of the villagers are, you know, either got something weird going on with them, or this guy is actually a frog and he's pretending to be a human, or this is like a half animal, half human person, or he's a human trying to be an animal. All kinds of like weird little twists on people and they have weird little secrets you got to uncover But from what I can tell, it's mostly kind of a bright and charming kind of game. I've heard there are dark elements to it. So if you, if you're into a little bit of mystery and trying to literally solve puzzles, because it's a point and click adventure game, that's a big part of it. But, you know, unraveling little mysteries of the characters, finding out what it is they're really about, who they really are, what they're trying to do, then this might be the game for you. The only bad things I've heard about it are maybe the story isn't the greatest because I've heard that a lot of the characters and their moments kind of feel like separate episodes, like you're reading a, a short story collection instead of one big crafted narrative. The only other thing I've heard bad about it is the puzzle's really hard and they're really obtuse and sometimes you got to take this item from like two hours ago and then rub it with this other item and then, you know, that solves the puzzle and I didn't understand it. That's a 2D point-click adventure game for you. That's what it is. But what really attracts me to this game is the art style. You really got to see it for yourself, see it in motion. I think the only comparison I've heard from one of the reviews was it seems like a French animated movie. You know, it has that sort of realistic style, but everything's kind of a little angular. I don't know, you you really got to see it in motion to see what it looks like. But anytime I watch footage of this or reviews of it, it makes me want to play it. So check out Memoranda, at least check out the footage. And if you like what it looks like, then just know this is a traditional 2D point-and-click adventure game. It's going to come with all that stuff, but if you like the look of it, if you like the sound of that world where you're dealing with mysterious magical creatures and trying to uncover mysteries in that little town, then definitely check it out. It's either out now or coming out very, very soon on the PlayStation Store. Like I said, find it on anything else right now, and have yourself a great time.
1: You can have a great time there in Fantasyland with monsters and magic and all sorts of weird crap going on, or... You can go into the real world, all right? The real world that EO Interactive created for you and the brand new hit title, Hitman 3. <laughs> hit Ooh. title, Hitman 3. Ooh. Yeah, that was good. That was good. It was good. It came out January 20th, so it's fresh. It's hot off the presses. It's on everything. It's on the old Xbox, the new Xbox, the old PlayStation, the new PlayStation Stadia, blah, blah, blah. Nintendo Switch, for goodness sakes, everybody. You can play this anywhere. PlayStation VR, you can play... Even the old ones, not the new ones, but the old ones. Because guess what? If you buy like the big edition here, you get one and two packed in with its special operative missions. And you can tie your game in if you played in the old ones to where you get all the special stuff and unlocks, etc. that go with it. I wouldn't know all of that in detail because I don't like stealth games. So it feels kind of bad for me to really talk about Hitman 3. Because I don't <laughs> even really like stealth games that much. And Hitman 3, if you haven't guessed, is a stealth game. It's a stealth game in its truest, coolest form. It puts you, in. in this particular title, six different missions with an epilogue included very different locales every time you're Agent 47 once again finishing out a story because yes, this is the finale of Agent 47 and his old spiel about getting back at the uh, Yahoos have been controlling things, blah, 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 blah. But what I do appreciate, and they've done this before and they're doing it again, is every time you go on a new mission, it's a whole different area, a whole different thing going on, whole different scenario, and of course, everybody—if you've listened to any podcast or any of the get big game—you know—outsiders are like, "Hey, Mission Two in particular is crazy because uh, you're doing this whole freaking—you know—whodunit mission. You go in and you can you can pretend you're the detective and you got a murder mystery on your hands. You got to figure out who did it all the while trying to make sure you get to your objective, which is of course take out somebody. It's super crazy. It's super cool. And the, the locales, I you know, I was looking at pictures and everything. Every place is very different from the last one. Very unique, very colorful in its different ways. Just gorgeous looking game. But like I said, I just don't like sneaking around. I don't like sitting there in one room. And this is what you do in this game. Staring at walking patterns and, and routines and all sorts of crap. Planning out how you're going to take down your objective for hours at a time. And just... W- yeah, I can't do that. I just want to go in and blow faces off. And you can do stuff you like can that do in that. this game. But it's not the way you're supposed to play this game. It's not. The way you're supposed to play this game is to plan it. Even and that's the other beautiful part. It it doesn't I don't mean plan it in the one specific way they designed for you. Because Hitman has always been designed, and especially in this one, for you to have multiple ways to complete your objective. You can go through all sorts of different ways and come out with the same outcome or a slightly different outcome, but it all works out. You can, like Matt said, you can go in blazing, going ridiculous with it if you want to, but that is like the, that's like the bare bones. Well, you do it, but that's not what this game was supposed to be for you. But hey, you know, we wanted to give you that option. So I don't recommend anybody who just loves blasting faces, killing everybody to come get this one. It's definitely for the thinking man, thinking girl, thinking woman, whatever. To come in and just really want to ponder what you're supposed to do and then come up with these crazy, fun, cool, inventive ways to get to the objective, take out the objective and see if it works. That's what Hitman's all about. And not even really a story. I mean, stories, man, you know, your typical, you know, Hitman's getting abused and used and now he's going to fight against the system. And we've heard it before. It's, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's, it's used. So I've heard nothing but good about it. I've heard it's amazing. I don't know, man. have you had any experience with Hitman in the past? I know you're more fond of stealth games than I am. What I'm sad about is I own Hitman 1 of the new version
0: of it, and I've never Mm -hmm. played it. And Hitman 2 came out, and I was like, damn, I need to play Hitman 1. Now Hitman 3's out. I still haven't played it. But I am a huge fan of the Hitman series going back to PS2 and Xbox days. So, I mean, I love the series, and one of the things I love most about it is it's not a traditional stealth game, like hide in the shadows and just wait for the guard to pass. It is a little Mm -hmm. more active, like you said. When you grab a disguise, you can walk around, you know, you grab a police officer's disguise, you can walk through the cop areas and then see what they can see and what other tools you can use. The thing I love most about it is... What I'm excited for Deathloop for is that as you go through these levels once or twice or three times, you can kind of see what your target does. And so if you affect that first stop he makes, now you can see what happens when, you know, the chandelier falls and he runs. Where does he run to? Now you can set up a trap over there the next time and then, oh, it's, you know, you put a bomb in a safe room and, he, and it blows up and now nobody has any idea because who could have done it? Or like you said, you can just run up and syringe him in the neck and throw him in the closet. All kinds of different stuff. I love, I love the little pull in the strings game you can do in Hitman. I love it.
1: And that's what it's all about. It's all about trying new things, pulling strings, messing around, getting creative. Taking out the baddies or goodies. It doesn't matter. You're an assassin. That's the whole point of this game. <laughs> so mostly handle business baddies. How you, it's mostly, mostly baddies. baddies. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. A couple maids or waiters, something fall. It's okay. They
0: got it in my way. I can't
1: do it. That's you know. right. You couldn't help it. Couldn't be helped. So it's a fun game. Looks really cool. Just not for me. But I do encourage you, if that's something up your alley, to go check it out. Because, man, it does look really sharp. And it's the end of the whole series. Which are typically always fun and a good romp to get through and just a nice closure for it. And before we go into the little old bits, I do want to mention to you, Mr. Matt, Uh-oh. you said Death Loop. And I saw a little thing today about Death Loop and how they're like, hey, we told you guys how you're going to be able to go in and kind of get their patterns by doing the loops over and over and kind of figure out what's up and what's going on. And then get a strategy to make sure you can make sure, oh, I know they're going to be here and doing this, so I'll pick this and do this. Well, they said, we're not going to let that just be the way it works, though. Awesome. We're going to have this thing called deja vu, where every once in a while, the character you thought was going to go to the room and get killed by you is going to have deja vu and go, I feel like I've done this and I got killed. And they're just all of a sudden going to change their pattern out of the blue. Yes. And so once in a while, it ain't going to work out the way you wanted it to work out or the way you thought it was going to work out. So I thought that was a really cool addition to the game and made it even more unique and cool and just fun.
0: I can't wait for that time I'm like up on the rafters waiting to drop down on somebody and they go, oh, hang on, wait a minute. And they like dart away and I have to use all my crazy powers and guns and just go chasing after him in a wild rampage. And-, and then it's a whole new loop. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's going to be so good. Oh, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the rest of the stuff. I just want to
1: <laughs> somehow play Deathloop right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, goodness. And, of course, with that little snippet, I will mention that I did see the Resident Evil Village has a brand-new demo only for PS5 users right now. I don't know what it's about yet. It's something about uh, the Maiden. So it's not going to be you're not the protagonist, but I'm super curious to check that out. I just want to throw that out there, everybody. Go look at it if you're interested in Resident Evil. I am. I'll be checking it out. I probably won't play it because it's the new Resident Evil with all these non-zombie things and creatures and not not what i'm interested in but because of the name i always have to at least give it a shot Mm
0: -hmm. that's right and it's it's been a hard week it's been a rough week it's going to be a short episode but one thing we always give got to give a shot to you know i got to give this a shot i got to do you know i got to get in the get maybe put my hood up and get in the mood and be like hey guys it's time for my favorite part of the show so we got shift codes for going Keys to Borderlands, the game of the year edition. So hit up the Twitter at the forums the Instagram, hit up your preferred shift code provider, get yourself some free loot, and we got a hot fix at Borderlands 3 this week. A little Clear Skies mini-event. Oh, it's going to be smooth sailing in that arms race mode that I played the one time and didn't have fun with because it was halfway broken, but maybe I'll try it again because now that enclosing, encroaching murder cane, it does it a little bit slower. And the enemies drop better loot. So
1: it could be a good time, you know, that's a pretty win win. And of course, while we're doing that, we have to be sad because the co-op loot is all over. So yeah. we don't get the stack on stack on stack on stack of loot, which mm. would have been just mm, chef's kiss. But I will say I am, I am excited to give this one a shot, give the uh, arms race a shot with the, the whole yeah. slower uh, ring in and even less damage from it. And of course the extra loot, it just sounds like a win win and a nice spot for us to get back in there and try it again. And with Battleborn coming up on the end and, and everything else, I think we, we should get back to those characters for sure.
0: And I think they said this was the start of a little series of Arms Race mini events. Didn't they yeah. say there were going to be two mm-hmm. other ones the next There'd few weeks? There be two more. Correct. So it's perfect for me because they heard, they heard that old Uncle Matt had a bad time with his glitchy game that first time. They're like, let's just get him back in here. It'll be fun. So you and I will do that. It'll be good times.
1: And of course, they did a few bug fixes here and there. A lot of stuff it looks like with, uh, the new Series X and S and, mm-hmm. you know, PlayStation 5. That, that kind of, that shift over, there's some bugs here and there with vibration and controls, all that. If you want to know about it, go check it out. They did increase the damage on a few weapons and whatnot as well. None that I particularly use. So it was just like, eh, okay, cool beans.
0: Yeah, pretty much the same boat. My one legendary that I definitely remember because I always used it was my OPQ system. That wasn't in here, so I don't care about these guns.
1: What is this? Get out of here. Hey, we're coming up again. We're going to be going to that February, and we're going to get that Valentine's event. So cartel's coming.
0: I'm going to have to get an OPQ system for my Amara, and then I can just use that gun with her forever.
1: Forever. yep. That'll be the end of it. You'll be good to go. (laughs) All done. Yes, indeed. So that was it. That was the end of the old uh, Gearbox update fix hot patch notes for Borderlands 3. It's been kind of quiet. Honestly, there's not much going on. Everybody should know if you're into gaming and everything that January, February typically aren't real big with all sorts of cool crazy news and uh, and, uh, happenings. I am curious to see what Gearbox is cooking. They've been kind of quiet. I mean, I know they got the the two DLCs this year, but the one they've already released, one coming up, and they said that's not quite all. But we don't know what that means in any in any detail. Uh, we know they're working on some unlisted game at this point. I don't even can't even speculate. So just no. like I don't know, Brothers in Arms has been something they've apparently been working on for like what six years now. I don't, I don't. Last I heard, it was only supposed to take two to four years to make a game. But with Gearbox, I guess, maybe it's 8 to 12. Who knows? I
0: don't even know. But you know what? I will say, they've been knocking it out of the park lately. So as hard as we have been on them in the past, in in a loving way, whatever they do, I'm going to be looking forward to it because it's going to be awesome. Like Battleborn was awesome. Like Borderlands 3 was awesome. Like all the DLCs have been awesome so far. Uh So keep doing what you do in Gearbox. Just just give it to me just a little bit sooner. I just, so I just, just got to have the fresh us, hotness.
1: You know, or just give me, me and Matt the little snippets. That's all. Yes. Yeah. You know, let give us those snippets and we'll, we'll, we'll feed them out to the, the populace as we see fit. And it'll Absolutely. work for all of us. We'll be happy. You're happy. The whole world's happy.
0: Exactly. Yes. So what are you happy about out there in podcast listener land? Let us know via the email, ThirdShiftMe at gmail.com on the Twitter machine at ThirdShiftMe. And then I said it before, just, Blow the dust off of the Facebook. You find us on Facebook on the third shift.
1: Oh, we're rocking and rolling on that Facebook, man. There's all sorts of corruption over there, all sorts of people watching everything you post, giving oh, you ads oh, for all God. the things. Oh, it's good stuff, I man. I mentioned anything and all of a sudden I have ads for it. It's so cool. Facebook, <laughs> you're doing great. I'm so glad you're listening. <laughs> but if you don't want people listening, you can head out over to that Patreon. <laughs> because patreon don't got no spy cams going on i don't think anyway maybe they do maybe i'm lying to you either way i do want you to go over there and consider throwing us a tip you know one buck two bucks three bucks as i said it's a little old tip jar keeps the uh, lights on keeps the pod beans happy keeps all the little old things we got to pay for happy and so far all of you that have contributed have been doing a freaking fantastic job of keeping everything running for us we super appreciate it you're all wonderful and amazing and our users haven't, hey, guess what? Maybe comes out and plays and do some stuffs with us, like the mailbags, uh, the Facebooks, the Twitch, all the things, something, anything, hey? Eh? You lost your Russian accent, friend. I know, I'm do going out?
0: to tell everybody <laughs> next episode, drop on the 28th, catch us on the iTunes, Teacher, Podbean, Spotify, and on the YouTubes. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to check us out, Please hit up the like and the rating, review, comment, subscription, any kind of good thing or the good services. My exit is not very good, but it helps us out, and we really do appreciate it.
1: Well, you talk like that, and I want to go play the Metro Exodus again. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> my good friend. <laughs> oh, goodness, that's terrible. You know what? Let's get out of here, and hey, y'all enjoy the week, and <laughs> we'll see you next time, of course. Because there's nothing else to say, good comrades, out there, but...